Yeah, I'll use my notes. Yeah. For your sake, for my sake. Uh, today we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 13. If you guys have your Bibles, uh, scroll to there. I'll uh, use some time. Specifically verses 3 to 9. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprung up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on the good soil, and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who, who, he, who has ears, let him hear. And uh, there were some disputes in the crowd going on, and uh, some people got the word, some people understood it, some people didn't. And uh, later on, his disciples were just walking along and talking to Jesus. They're like, hey, Jesus, why are you speaking parables? Why do you talk like that? We don't get it. No one gets it. <laughs> And Jesus and all his patience and kindness is like, all right, I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> so now we're scrolling to um, verses 18 to 23. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away, what has been sown in his heart. This is what has been sown along the path. As for what was sown... Sorry. Um, as for what was sown on a rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. When tribulation and persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on a good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, and in one case hundredfold, and another sixty, and another thirty. As far as reading God's holy word, let's all just bow our heads, close our eyes, and pray. Father, I pray that you would increase in this room and every man would decrease in this room, O oh God. Which is, we come here to you, Lord. We devote this night to your kingdom, Lord. We devote this night to you, O oh Jesus. Your will and your glory, God. God, we thank you for your clear instructions that you've given us, clear guidelines, clear, clear warning is your word of God. God, I ask that you would help me tonight, Lord Jesus. Help all of us, God. Help us to get rid of this love for sin, God, love of comfort. Love of self, Jesus.
Help us to abandon our ways, God, and show us your ways in Jesus. In Jesus' name, we will pray, God. Give us passion that is not of this world, God. Give us the passion that comes from heaven. And let this world see through us that you are to be pursued. You are to be worshipped. You are to be followed, God. Lastly, though, we ask that you just don't let this Saturday night just be a regular Saturday night. Don't let it be just another Saturday night, oh God. We pray with all our hearts, joy, and all our voices lifted up to you. Don't let it be just another Saturday night, Lord Jesus. Or would you take us, regular people, regular hearts, God, we're no special. This night is no special without you, oh Jesus. Would you take this night and turn it into a revival? Speak to us, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In that name that is above all names, in the name that is above all sin, that is above all authority, that is, that is above all our shame, O oh Jesus. In that name by which was created heaven and the earth. By that name was, was created the entire universe, O oh Jesus. And in that name we pray tonight, O oh God. They would just take this regular Saturday night and turn it into a revival. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright. So, I want to start with asking you just this question. Where do we ever read the Bible? Where do we ever read God's Word and, and get the idea that we can just stay comfy? get the idea that we can read God's Word, we can go to church, we can pray to Him, we, we can open the Bible and just not bear fruit. Here in, in this passage, Jesus is separating people in four different categories. And we're going to be going through each and every one of them. Good soil, bad soil, okay soil. Um, let's just dive in right away. Um, so again, going back to the first verse, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away, what has been sown in, in this heart. This is what was sown along the path. So again, we see the sword, he comes out, he comes out in the street and he, he's sowing the seed and it seems like he's almost being silly, sowing the seed onto the soil that is not good. Why would he just put the the seed on the on the on a soil that, that is right along the path. Why would he put the seed along the soil that is that, that has thorns in it? It's silly. Yet if we think of God, God is actually being gracious to us. We're not worthy of his word yet. He still reaches out. He still he still pulls our hearts in and hey, I care for you. Hey, I'm moving. Would you move with me? Have you ever opened the Bible and, and got nothing? Have you ever went to church? You just gone to church and, and you just walked out all the same? Yeah? No? Yeah. Every week. Every week? Ouch. <laughs> well, it depends, right? But <clears throat> and if you hear God's Word and you don't understand it. Yep. So many times. You hear God's Word, but he, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Him that's not working. It says that He has done His work. 
He's coming out and he's sowing the seed. Will we hold on dear to it? If we don't do anything to it, if we, if we coast from day to day, from, from week to week, we can spend our lives just receiving that word and not doing anything with it. What happens, Jesus says, what happens if, if nothing, nothing is done to that word, nobody holds on to it? What happens if you leave gold on your front step? Someone snatched it away. So similarly, when you go to church, similarly when you open Bible, similarly when you just pray, God puts something in your heart. Yeah, we do nothing with it sometimes. You know, when uh, God always makes a way. You know, we, we, sometimes we, we may we may we may think that God is far from us. God is too far. God doesn't care for me. God doesn't do anything in my life. Yet he, it says he comes out and he souls. God always makes a way. You know what happened to Hebrews when they were, when they were um, escaping uh, Egypt? God made a way. He parted the sea. It was their job to cross it. What if they stayed? Like, hey, you know what? God, maybe not today. Maybe next week. Maybe next Saturday night. Maybe next time I'll open the Bible. Maybe next time we'll speak to me. He's speaking to you now. Are we going to cross that bridge? I'm just going to move on to, uh, to, the, to the second type of soil. Um, as for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation and persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. So this is the one who goes to church and gets excited about it. Yeah, God, this is amazing. You spoke to me. You realize that. But this is, see, this is, this is the one that's picking and choosing it this time. He immediately receives the word with joy. But then it says, when tribulations and persecution arises on account of the word, that same word that he accepted, of the same word that he believed in, supposedly. Trials come, tribulation come, and you, on account of that word, it's the same word. He's like, you know what, God, this is not for me. It's getting kind of hot in here. Whoa, what am I supposed to dwell, dwell in your word every day? Read the Bible every day? Ah, you know what, God? I'm not going to do that. I'll take the grace. I'll take all the blessings. I'll take all your kindness. I'm not going to take the guy who's, who's justice. I'm not going to take the God who wants me to go out there and preach. And it says he falls away. It turns out, it turns out your love for the gospel was not really your love for God. It turns out it was, it was your love for comfort still. It was your love for grace. If it was your love, it was your love for the benefits that God has for you, not for His glory. Mm. Moving on to the third type of soil. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but cares for the world, and and deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. You know, a month ago I was scrolling on Instagram, as we all do, and I uh, conveniently came across this, uh, this quote, The worst that God has for me 
is better than the best that God that this world can offer me. Let me repeat that again. The worst that God has for me is better than the best that the world can offer me. Do we believe that? Do we do that? Do we think that today, in this day, day and age? Or do we think that our careers is above all? And again, it is gracious of Him to just come, come into our life and just sow the seed with, hey, I love you. Maybe, maybe if I raise them in a Christian home, maybe if I place them in a, in a, in a church that, that has the Word, that preaches my Word, maybe if I place them in a church that, that, that really cares for them, Godly elders. Maybe if I if I if I place them in in, in, a, in a in 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 a circle of friends who are on fire for me. Maybe maybe if I die for that person, maybe then they might turn to me. No, he's working. Yeah, we have all these thorns in our life. Yet our soil is not in check. Yet our soil is filled with with these thorns, and the, and the enemy just comes and snatches it away. And, let me just ask you something. Will losing your job shake up your faith? No. Amen. Amen. Will losing a loved one shake up your faith? I mean, you're saying no. <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But sometimes it does. Be tough. Mm. It's still hard. We have thorns in our soil. And though we have God's word in our life, though he's working in our life, these thorns choke the word. That's what Jesus says. I'm not saying this. That's what Jesus says here in this text. Do we have a sin in our life that is constantly that is something that we run to all the time instead of God's word? Do we grab onto these thorns and say, wow, this is gold, and let that, let that seed just wither away? We have sin in our life. I, I just urge you, brothers and sisters, God doesn't ask you in His Word. He doesn't ask you to hide it better. God doesn't ask you to just, to just tame it down if it's out of control. God doesn't ask you to teach it how to do tricks. He says, drag it out on the street and put a bullet in it. Kill it. Put it to death. Otherwise, this thorn will choke the seed. Moving on into the good soil from, from bad to good. As for what was sown on a good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold and another sixty and another thirty. If you claim to have to have heard God's word, if you have, if you claim to have believed it, is there fruit in your life? Like a legit question. Is there fruit in your life? If you say, yeah God, I take that. Yeah God, I believe in your word. Yeah God, I hold on to your word. Is there a fruit in your life? Do you produce fruit for the kingdom? Is this not something for yourself? We're not talking about uh, a youth group retreat kind of high when we just 
yeah, God, Jesus loves me, this is awesome. No, I'm talking about faithfully reading His Word, faithfully just coming, coming to Him, no matter what, no matter the circumstances, good or bad, I come to Him in prayer. Let me ask you a question. Can you go a day without opening your Bible? If you truly believe in God, can you go a day without opening your Bible? Can you go a day without praying? You can, but then you become weak. Do we seek His kingdom? Do we seek His glory? Do we seek His will in our life? If we truly believe His word, if we truly have heard it, now what it may look like to bear fruit for Him, what it may look like to be passionate on fire, a truly a believer. <coughs> what does a true believer look like? Let's all turn together to Colossians 3. I'm going to read it together. This, this, is, this is what not I say this, but God's Word says this. All there? Colossians, it's Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. If then you have if then you have been raised with Christ, let me start again from, from verse 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, uh, uh, not on things that are on earth. For you have died. And your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming, and these you too walked once when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its, its practices and have put on a new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of Creator. Here then, it is, it is no, not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all in all. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all, all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in, in, in one body, and be thankful. 
let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms, which is what we're about to do, and hymns and spiritual songs and with thankfulness in, in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks. Now, do these things come easy to us? Do these things dwell in our comfort zone? Where can we find them? You can only find them outside of the comfort zone. Let's follow Jesus all together. We have a pretty good crowd. Passion for the Lord. We're seeking His kingdom. However, there are consequences to following Him and His bearing fruit. And the consequences to bearing fruit, mark it down. It's suffering. It's outside of our comfort zone. His word says, it doesn't say zero, it says hundredfold, sixtyfold, in some cases thirty, even little. Thank goodness not, not everybody has to become John Piper. It says in some thirty, if you're gifted in any way, if God has given you a seed, maybe it was little, maybe it was just three seeds, but He can do amazing things in your life if you hold on to that seed. You know, Jesus, God created this universe to glorify Himself supremely in the suffering of the Son. And that was 2,000 years ago. Today, 2019, February 2nd, will we join the Son in that suffering? Laying down our lives for one another. Bearing fruit. And if you want to live that life of a missionary sacrifice, out of that lava land, daily lava land that we live in, that comfort that we sit in. You Matthew and I did that we, uh, before you guys came, we took away all the pillows so that nobody would be comfortable. We're <laughs> trying to set the mood. I'm so uncomfortable. It's okay. It's okay. Today God is calling us to a different way. Worshipping outside just yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last week, we worshiping like uh, outside last week. We wouldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mark it down if you want to follow God. It's suffering. It's going to be death of love. If you are really bearing fruit for God, it's going to be demonic opposition. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. If you really want to follow God, you need to pick up your cross. Do you believe that? Oh God, do you prepare your soil for Him, for Him to drop that seed in there, and for you to hold on to that seed, take out these thorns, show away the crows, otherwise you're just going to snatch them away. You know, we can fake it all we want, we can lie to one another all we want. We can hide our sin better this time. We can lie to ourselves and live a lie day by day. 
can never lie to God. He sees your heart. When He says you have sinned, when He says you have thorns, take Him out. Shouldn't He be the Lord of your life? Not your life, the Lord or Jesus? Is that what it is? Is this North America? all failed in, in one way or another. We've all maybe been feeding some lions in our backyards, investing our time in, into the things that are of this world. And I know it, it's, it sounds sounds so cheesy. And some people may say that you may be so, so heavenly minded that you're no longer good for earth. When I read the Bible, I feel like there's a theme going on. If you are so earthly minded, you might not be good for heaven. God's word dearer than anything. Matthew chapter 24, he said, the heaven and earth will pass away. My word will not pass away. You now we've all failed in one way or another. We've all grew these thorns in our backyards. We've all attracted the enemy. We've given that seed away for some bowl of stew sometimes. But the message of today is not to condemn anyone in this room that because we're far from the Lord. No, the message of today is that we don't have to stay that way. Let's accept His word. Let us follow Him. Let us, let us take up his, uh, uh, our crosses. The message of today, that he's, he's giving us another chance. He's out sowing again. He's placing a seed in our heart. What are we going to do? It is our job. What are we going to do with it? Are you going to take it? Are you going to hold it dear? Are you going to just let it get snatched away again? None of you again, if there's a sin in your life. Well, whatever it may look like today, whatever it may look like today, we're going to pray. Today we're going to seek His kingdom more and more. Today we're going to give all the glory to Him. Today we're going to pray that we finally open our eyes and we finally hold His word dearer than anything. We're going to open up this night for the night of prayer, night of worship. If you guys feel like praying out loud, you guys can do whatever you want, whatever it may look like for you to get rid of these thorns, to shoo away these crows, keep God's word, change your priorities, whatever it may look like today, tonight, as we hold on to his word. Let's all pray together, let's all worship. Whoever wants to be on your phone, you guys can be on your phone in the hallway. You know, when, it was, when God spoke to Moses, he told him to take off his shoes. 
sacred ground here tonight. The Lord is here. Jesus is here. Will you be on your Facebook? Or will you be listening to him? Will you be praying to him? Will you ask him to help keep this, his word? Will you ask him to take out these thorns? Will you ask him to shoo away the enemy? Will you do that tonight with us? So I'll turn out for prayer. So just pray.